Namaste. Welcome back to another episode of Kensho. And to those of you who have been following for the last six, seven months, I really appreciate the support. I don't think I say it often enough, but these moments connect us on a deeper level. Whether I know exactly who is listening or not, I do feel a sense of connection to know that my words are reaching others and hopefully making a difference in people's lives. As I always say, take what what resonates with you. Not everything is going to. You might not agree with everything, but you might find a small piece of guidance and relatability for yourself. Connect with that, use that, take that, and let it fuel your fire in whatever you are aiming to use it for. Now today I wanted to focus on quite a double-sided aspect of life, and that being pride. We hear the word pride, and sometimes we associate it with negative energy, negative connotations like arrogance, you know, seeing yourself above other people, thinking your worth is more than others. But on the other side, it can be seen as such a beautiful, empowering aspect of our lives that if we give ourselves more pride, we give ourselves more self-esteem and we give ourselves more happiness. Pride engulfs the virtues of philosophy, of self-reflection, critical thinking and community. It gives us a sense of belonging and knowing that what we do is meaningful in our own life and also in the lives of other people. It gives you that boost to want to carry on and keep going. And I mean, if you look at me for an example, when I first started the podcast series, it was mainly to share my views of the world and of topics with other people, hoping that it would resonate with them. And the longer it went on and the more listeners I would get and the more feedback I would get, I started developing a sense of pride, which pushed me to want to continue doing it because I knew that if I was getting this good feedback and it was impacting other people in the way that I'd initially intended it to, then it meant I was doing something right. So the pride was more of a sense of achievement for myself, but also that connectivity resonating with other people, feeling understood. And I was proud that I could be felt understood. Not that that was my intention, was to be understood. My intention was to connect with people and to enable people to make up their own minds and their own decisions based on certain things that they might not have thought of in the past. The way I like to see pride is being comfortable, get comfortable owning and enjoying your achievements. I've always said, and it's been one of my mantras for life for a long time, revel in your greatness. I think far too often we, we put ourselves down. We, we don't give ourselves enough credit where it's due. And that almost internally causes us to, you know, beat ourselves up, put too much pressure on ourselves, set these expectations that, you know, almost seem impossible to reach. 
instead of acknowledging what we've done and what we've achieved, even if it's on a small scale, ticking those boxes and getting over the line with the smaller things leads to bigger things and bigger achievements getting done. I promise you, if you can focus on even the smallest of achievements in your life, the small steps that you make towards your bigger goal, you'll begin to nourish your mental health and self-esteem. And that's what it's about. It's about nourishment. We live in a world where there's so much going on. There's so many distractions. There's so many obstacles. And often we seek that gratification or that pride or sense of accomplishment from other people but we also forget that every single one of those people that's in our life and that's around us are dealing with the same aspects of self-esteem accomplishment pride themselves and if we're constantly seeking that from other people we might not actually get that feeling of satisfaction, of joy, of pride, of happiness because everyone is is looking out for themselves. So give it to yourself. Give yourself that pat on the back, that sense of joy and revel in your greatness and what you've achieved. I reckon if you had to look back over the last week, there's at least one thing that you've accomplished and achieved that you you thought was going to be a bit of a struggle. And even if it wasn't a struggle, It's still an achievement. You know, we also look at our own achievements and accomplishments and say, okay, well, if there wasn't a struggle, it's not really such a big achievement. But it is at the end of the day. You still manage to overcome something, even if it was second nature to you. And if it is second nature to you, that's something to also be proud of because you've grown and developed your own mental state and capabilities to a point where you can do it without thinking. You can cross the line without trying as hard as maybe with certain other obstacles. But at some point, you were struggling with that obstacle, that achievement that you were trying to accomplish. Now, the one thing about pride is that it positively correlates with life satisfaction, happiness, joy, love, and it negatively correlates with anxiety and depression. And when you think about it, if you never give yourself that sense of achievement, accomplishment, pride, self-esteem, you're always going to feel down, you're always going to feel like you haven't achieved anything and that you can't achieve anything further. But if after every small little achievement that you do or accomplish, you give yourself a pat on the back and you say, that was a, a, might might have been a small step, but it's one step closer to where I want to be. Giving yourself that acknowledgement and that self-love, it it propels you. It sets you that that in motion, that, that mentality in motion. And the more you start giving to yourself, I want to say the easier things become. You're giving yourself the capabilities and the weaponry to get through those obstacles by giving yourself love, by owning that pride, by reveling in your greatness. 
you're growing stronger, more confident, so that when you deal with something that maybe is a bit of a bigger obstacle, you know that you are able to accomplish it because you've accomplished things in the past. And it, 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 like I said, it propels you. It begins this, this generator of motion that once you overcome something, you feel that sense of pride, that sense of joy, accomplishment, and you propel yourself forward and you do it again and you do it again and then you do it again until you find yourself overcoming obstacles on the regular and that's when it becomes second nature. A little background story for me, and I've, I've probably mentioned this before in previous episodes, I felt an immense sense of pride when I went to India and I was part of the rebuilding and repainting and retiling of a school in the south of India. And for me, what it meant in terms of achievement and connection was one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life. And it changed the course and the direction of who I was as a person and where I was going. And I often think that if I didn't feel that pride, if I just thought it was another, you know, another thing that I've done in my life, but I didn't really think about it much, I didn't really attach much meaning to it, would it have really affected who I was and, you know, who I wanted to continue being in my life and the direction that I wanted to go in my life? Probably not. You know, arriving at that school and speaking with the headmaster, um, the chaplain, the nurses, all of the other decision makers involved within the school and and, and telling them exactly what, what our aim was to do in terms of helping them. It was such a, an amazing thing to watch their reaction of, at first, confusement. They were, they just didn't know what was going on. Obviously, the language barrier was a bit of a, um, an obstacle in itself. But once they understood, it just sort of all came together. And within days, we had hundreds of people within the community, whether they were parents of kids at the school or just people within the community arriving at the school, bringing us bucket loads of tea, providing us with lunch, food every single day. The kids who were meant to be on holiday, weren't even meant to be at the school, obviously heard about what we were doing, would come and they would set up soccer fields or or cricket pitches or games of tag or rugby even and we would find ourselves during our breaks you know playing with these kids in the local community playing football playing cricket playing rugby playing tag and just engaging in the community and that's I mean the more I thought about that you know the happier I felt the more confident I felt that these small acts of kindness go such a long way and what we were doing obviously came from a sense of love and uh, this this need for connection but I did not think that it would have turned out the way that it did not not in a thousand years because it forced me to break down my own internal barriers and to connect with others 
And that's what I'm proud of. I'm proud of the feelings that I experienced by opening myself up. I'm proud of getting my hands dirty in the community and actually making a difference in people's lives. I might never see these people ever again. But I know that I made an impact on them and they made an impact on me. And that's a, an extremely proud moment for myself. And it sort of leads you to think or question, doesn't pride lead to innovation and further success? I mean, it's the drive that leads to further achievements. It's our motivation. And like my experience in India, it gave me that hunger and that appetite to want to continue making impacts like this globally, around the world, in different situations. I mean, it led me to teaching English in Cambodia. It led me to au pairing in America, getting involved in different communities, different setups, leveling myself up and further enhancing what I wanted to do and the impact that I wanted to have in life. Imagine if Albert Einstein, Freddie Mercury or Elon Musk weren't proud of what they had achieved. They all had different motivations and reasons behind why they did what they did or currently do in terms of Elon Musk. But if they weren't proud, they wouldn't be doing it. They wouldn't continue to break those frontiers. Albert Einstein would have stopped with Y equals MC squared. Freddie Mercury would have stopped with Bohemian Rhapsody. If he wasn't proud of it, he wouldn't have devoted his entire life to making a difference in the world through his music. Elon Musk would have stopped trying to innovate and change the way that the world sees technology and advancement of the human species. Not everyone's going to agree with that statement, but that's my sort of view on it. But the point is, if they weren't proud of what they have done in the past, they wouldn't be continuing to break those frontiers. And going back to that story of me in India, you know, it leads me to think that pride more often than not connects people, it creates unity within people. Another example is think about how you feel when your country wins the World Cup, for example or when a person from your country is nominated for a Nobel Prize. You, you're proud of that. You might not know those people on a personal level, but you're proud to be a part of the greater community that it stands for. Pride, therefore, equals the joy one feels due to a personal or collective achievement. You relate to the team that won the World Cup because you all come from the same country. And that feeling of pride is because if they're able to achieve something and they come from your country, what's to stop you from being able to achieve something of that stature, of that nature as well? It gives people hope. It gives people inspiration and motivation. And often you'll see interviews of sportsmen or icons or celebrities and when they get asked, you know, 
what do you feel in this moment for example after winning the world cup a lot of them are are so proud of their heritage and where they come from but they also look at their idols their inspirations because they came from their country or they did what they love and what they do self-esteem on the other hand is the general assessment of oneself Most of us cultivate a sense of self-regard by tallying up our proverbial wins and losses. So basically, if you continuously win in life, achieve things, overcome things, you tally those up as wins. And losses are obviously the opposite. When things don't really go your way, you don't meet certain targets with work, let's say. You miss out on an opportunity you count those as losses and the way we as humans try and make sense of who we are as people and our own self-worth is we tally those up and if we have more wins then we lean more towards being a successful person i guess and if we have more losses we think of ourselves as failures which is the wrong way to look at it really i may take pride in playing an incredible round of golf for example then if I consistently begin to play well, I'd likely come to the conclusion that I'm fairly a decent golfer. I'm fueling my self-esteem. So pride leads to self-esteem and it plays on essential, well, it plays an essential part in that realization. But if I have a bad round of golf, I'm gonna think, well, I don't really wanna play this anymore because I'm not that good. And then you don't play. And you're not proud of your performance. So you beat yourself up. You don't feel good about yourself. So your self-esteem levels go down. Authentic self-esteem is based on real qualities and a fair assessment of our strengths and weaknesses and achievements. If you can look at a failure, for example, and I don't like the word failure, but if you had to look at something that you, I guess, haven't overcome yet, or you haven't succeeded in yet, or you haven't propelled in yet, you can look at it as an opportunity rather than a failure. There's opportunity for you to change the way you approached it in the first place. There's opportunity for you to go about it in a different way. And going back to something I said earlier on, self-esteem comes from accomplishment no matter how big or small. Small actions lead to larger success. Hence why it's so important to celebrate the small victories. Probably even more than your bigger ones. It should actually get to the point where you're celebrating every smaller victory as if it were you winning the World Cup. So that by the time you eventually have that success and a huge victory, you're not even surprised by it. You're actually proud of the process you had to go through in order to get there rather than being surprised and proud at, surprise, at, at, at the fact that you did actually overcome something and achieve something. 
It's all about perspective at the end of the day. So be proud of who you are. Be proud of where you come from. Revel in your greatness. Give yourself a pat on the back, but don't, don't let that run away from who you are. See pride as an essential part of your growth and of nourishing your self-esteem. you'll be closer to who you want to be. And as a little exercise, write down 10 things in the last, let's say the last two years. So from when the pandemic hit to now, 10 things that you're proud of accomplishing or overcoming. It could be something as easy as navigating through the mental instability of what COVID brought about. It could be that. You could be proud of your business still staying afloat throughout the pandemic. Or you could be proud of starting a business in the middle of the pandemic and it's still going. You could be proud of still maintaining your grades at school even though you were learning online and you had to adapt the way that you did things. Take that moment, write it down and then revel in your greatness. Smile. Think about what you've done and smile. And I promise you, you'll find yourself walking throughout the day in a much better state of mind. So as always, take care of yourselves, love yourselves, and never forget, Kensho.